All right, so another coincidence happened to me today, and it was, first of all, I woke up, and I thought it was probably going to be three or four, because I seemed to wake up at that time a lot, and no, it was 5.42, so that's was great to find out it was early enough. And and then I had thoughts, and I've had thoughts the past couple of days about what I might, I wanted to talk about things, and um, just subjects but then at the same time, I don't want to just talk about things that I want to talk about. I it, Nobody wants to listen to that. But I want to make sure that whatever I talk about is something that God wants me to talk about. And I didn't get necessarily affirmations in the past few days when I've had things on my mind. But then this morning, it was different. So I woke up this morning and I had a subject of how to escape death. And that was on my mind. And of course, you can come up with all the different reasons why um, that could possibly be on my mind. Um, Just turn on the news. But I, so I didn't know if, if that's just something, you know, a side effect of news and other things, or if it was something that was, that God wanted me to talk about. Because a lot of times I'll have things, um, thoughts in the morning. And this is where I think um, when this happens to people, you have to ask God, pray to God and ask him, is this something you want me to talk about? Is this something that just came up in my mind? And, you know, let me know, let me know for sure that if you want me to talk about it, I will. And that's the, the prayer that I had with God today. And so then I opened up the Bible and this is how I do things a lot. I'll pray to God about something and then I'll ask for guidance from the Bible. And when I did it today, I turned to Proverbs and I turned to the very beginning and read through Proverbs just to see what was in it. But there are 30 sayings of the wise and it starts in Proverbs 22 verse 17 and it goes through Proverbs 23 and then it goes into Proverbs 24 and it ends at verse 22. So it it Actually, it continues a little bit longer, too, um, with further sayings of the wise. But there's 30 um, sayings. It goes all of chapter 24. Anyway, there, it's a good thing to read and just to think about some of the things. And, and I can assure you, because I've read some of these before, that every time you read it, you kind of come away with something, probably more of a deeper meaning. And the more that you read from the Bible the deeper the understanding of the words that are here. You can skip over some words and read words and say, oh, that's a good idea. But then after you comprehend everything that's in the Bible, not, well, as you start to comprehend what is in the Bible, you start seeing deeper meaning in a lot of these things. And um, so it's, it's just something that, is good and and I think everyone needs wisdom right now. This is all about wisdom and about being guided by wisdom which we get from God. And if we ask the Holy Spirit to give us wisdom in our understanding of what's in the Bible, God will provide that. So, what stood out to me when I was going through Proverbs was saying 25 and I'll read it to you starts with, it's in Proverbs 24, and it's verse 10. If you falter in a time of trouble, how small is your strength? 
Rescue those being led away to death. Hold back those staggering toward slaughter. If you say, but we knew nothing about this. Does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who guards your life know it? Will he not repay everyone according to what they have done? When I read that, I had no doubt that I needed to talk about this because a lot of this has been on my mind lately. And especially that that one statement, rescue those being led away to death. And I was thinking about how to escape death. That was affirmation to me that I should talk about this today. And, And how to escape death is, there's a lot of subjects that I can talk about on on this topic with a lot of recent things that I've seen. So God gives us how we can escape death. And it's a very simple, but it's not without pain. But if you consider a little bit of pain in order to get a huge reward, it's worth it. I often compare it to exercise. When you exercise, the end result is worth it. Over a long period of time, you're going to get to, you're going to be really excited about your results if you stick with it. If you don't stick with it, you don't really gain anything. And that's the same with the Bible. That's the same with your faith. It's like, it's like exercise. It's like physical conditioning, but it's mental conditioning. And it's through the Bible. And it gives you the information of how to escape death. How to escape death is is pretty simple in concept. It's getting to know Jesus. And you get to know Jesus by reading the Bible. If you want a starter, it's the book of John. And I like the book of John because he was one of the original 12 disciples. And he was he refers to himself as the one Jesus loved, which is kind of funny. Um, he evidently had a special relationship, or at least he thought he had a special relationship with Jesus um, as one of his best buddies. So that's why I like the book of John. And John also wrote Revelation. And Revelation is so critical right now for people to understand. It is confusing and has a lot of symbolism in it. And we're not going to get everything right about what's in Revelation. Um, But over time, God may allow the Holy Spirit to enlighten people to understand and comprehend it more. I know I understand it a lot better than I did the first time I read it, but um, I still don't have a full understanding of everything. Um, But I do have the basic concepts of it, and I I can understand, you know, what that book is telling us right now. And the thing is, it is so relevant today and it is so important today that people understand this because the book of revelation talks about um it it, it basically it tells us it gives you a basic summary of the bible from a spiritual sense about what's happening because what what is happening here on earth is a is impacted by what is happening in heaven. And it tells us what is going on and it tells us what is happening today. 
because we see a lot of the things that are listed in Revelation that are in our news today, and it just keeps increasing. And so that's why when I um, when I think about this this book and the relevance today, it is so highly relevant for everyone to know. And you know why you need to know because time is is shortening, time is getting closer, and everyone needs to be prepared for this. And many will probably say that oh, the people have been saying this forever. Yes, you know, they have, but really study God's word and compare it to what's happening right now. And if you go to Matthew 24, that's a really good part of the gospel that will guide you in terms of the sequence of events that happen um, in the end times. But you really need to know what's in the Bible from front to back and It's worth your time to get a Bible, to download a Bible. We're fortunate to be living in the time that we are right now. I always recommend YouVersion Bible app. Um, You can download it on whatever format you have for your phone. It's a great resource. It's free. It's amazing that the people who put this together, it was put together by Life Church. Um, It was amazing that they offer this for free for people. But there's something else that was um, in this um, in the Proverbs that I read this morning that kind of almost ties to that. And I don't know if I'll find it right away, but I, I, it stood out to me. It was something like, you should buy wisdom but never sell it. And it's, it's somewhere in the sayings of the wise, but that's, what, that's how I feel about information on how to escape death. That should never be sold. God gave us this information. We may need to buy the book, but we also have free options out there. So get the free option or buy a Bible. I mean, I highly recommend having a Bible because you have a hard copy. That means if you have a hard copy, you can keep that with you. But at a minimum, get the version. It's Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N app. Download it and have that as a resource. So how to escape death. Let's talk about that. You can escape death by getting to know Jesus, getting to know why he's why he was here, why he was sent, and understanding who he is and having a relationship with Jesus. Now that probably sounds strange, may sound strange to some people, but when before I was saved, I thought I was saved, but what I was was I'll call myself a baby Christian. I believed in God, the Father. I believed in Jesus, the Son. And I believed in the Holy Spirit. Those were three things that I believed. And that was the extent of my faith, really, is I just believed that. And um, I believed it probably because I was raised in um, a religious school. And so I was taught that. And I believe that, but it was more like a, a factual thing. Like I didn't, I didn't necessarily doubt that because maybe I was taught that as a young age, but that didn't mean, and I, I thought it was important that everybody needed to know that like my kids, but that was pretty much 
just because I think it was like something you should do. And I, I always thought it was good for somebody to have some belief in something that was better, that was good. And I don't feel that way anymore. I don't feel like it's good for you to believe in something and whatever you choose is good. It isn't good for you because what you choose is very important. And I used to be a lot more um, accepting of just let other people believe what they want to believe. And, and we all have to do that. I mean, we can't force anybody to believe a certain thing and we don't want to, and God doesn't want to do that either. So if God doesn't force people to believe, we shouldn't either, but we have to make people aware and people need to look into it on their own. So you can certainly have other beliefs and I would not force you to change your beliefs, but I want you to be aware of what I say is the truth. And I would invite you to prove me wrong about this being the truth. If you have a different belief, prove how it's not true. Because I can't do that. And many people who have tried to prove that it wasn't true ended up believing. And so that's why I encourage you to, to really look into this because this is your lifesaver. And the time is getting very critical. It's getting very short right now from seeing what is happening in world events and knowing what is in the Bible. Our time here is getting shorter each day that goes by. And that's been the case since the beginning of history, but we have so many concurrent events that are matching up with Bible prophecy and with the book of Revelation, that if you don't know what's in those, you will be completely oblivious to what's happening in the world. And your window of opportunity to, be, to escape death is dwindling. So if you want to escape death, and when I say escape death, I mean literally. I am not talking about some figurative kind of a thing, but I do want to clarify that there will or may be a physical death involved, but that isn't a final death. So let me explain that. Um, Some people will die a physical death there will be others who won't die a physical death. That is actually in the Bible. What people don't understand and what people fear is death. But in reality, there is no permanent death because Jesus defeated that when he died on the cross and he raised from the dead. He defeated death. Death is something that will occur um, because of, it's ultimately because of sin. That's how it entered into the world. But the physical death that someone experiences is only a transition. It's only, in the Bible, they actually talk about those who have fallen asleep. So they are in a temporary sleep until Jesus returns. And then they will, those who are, um, who have prepared are the, are, the, are the ones who will have immortal 
well, actually, I think everybody will have immortal bodies, but some of them will be living in eternity and others will be living in torment. So that's the other thing is that everybody's going to live forever, but it's where we live and what we do today and the choices that we make today are going to affect where we live in the future. And I didn't comprehend all of that even going to a religious school. I didn't understand all of that until I read the Bible. But we will all be immortal someday, but there's going to be a division of people. And it's two different divisions. There's going to be one way you're going to be in torture, and another way you're going to be in a really blissful life. I mean, I can't explain it what it's going to be. And many people who have had um, visions or insight or um, been provided information directly from God, it's they, they lack the words to really describe it and have to use things that they know to try to describe what they've, what's been revealed to them by God. And so that's, that's the thing is that it's really important right now because it all depends on the choices we make before we have a physical death. And once we have a physical death, we're basically sealed from the in the direction that we're going to go. So our time is always short because we don't know what the next few minutes hold for us. We don't know if that's if that's going to be the end or if our life continues or how many years. That's not that's not our determination. That's God's. And so your time frame for making this decision is really critical. And that means that during this time that you're here, you need to pray. You need to ask for wisdom. You need to ask for information about Jesus to reveal who Jesus is. God says that if we seek him, we will find him. He will be revealed and God wants to be known. That's why miracles happen. Um, that's why good things, when really good things happen, God is trying to reveal himself to people. And we don't always get it. We just think, sometimes we think it's ourselves. Sometimes we think it's somebody else. But it isn't. It's God. And after you understand and comprehend what's in the Bible, you will know this. And it won't be a question of where it came from. It came from God. And so it's so important right now that you get to know God, you seek God, because that's your only escape. If you don't know God, you will be with the people who unknowingly are being moved to slaughter. I mean, that saying that I read is so relevant right now. It's just this message is about rescuing those being led away to death. I was also on that same path. I would have I would have been the one in torment because of the way that I was living, because of my relationship with Jesus. I didn't really have one. It doesn't matter if you believe. Um, if you just say you believe, you have to have a relationship with Jesus. Um, there is a there's something in scripture that really scared me where it was kind of the end time. It was a parable or something that Jesus told that was... Um, that was saying that, you know, people would come to the door, they'd say, Lord, Lord, um, you know, 
I knew you, you know, I preached about you, I, all this, you know, basically being supportive of Jesus. And then Jesus says, get away from me, you evildoers. I never knew you. So it doesn't matter what comes out of your mouth, what you're saying to other people, or, you know, you could even be a pastor of a church and maybe not make it into heaven. And that's an interesting thought, isn't it? But that's in the Bible. It depends on your relationship with Jesus. So it has to be personal. Now, how do you have a personal relationship when you can't see someone? That's, that's probably a, a struggle for many people. Well, it's through prayer and through the Bible. For me personally, what I've done and what's happened with me, and like I said, if it happens with me, it can happen with you too, is seeking God, praying to God, communicating with God in prayer, and then asking God questions, and then just randomly opening the Bible and reading through the words that you see, and then finding out how that addresses what you've asked God. And the more often and the closer that you get to God and the more you pray, God will respond. I I just, it's, it's completely amazing to me when this happens. And, and I just thought I was so afraid to say this to other people at first because it sounds weird. And, and I also thought, okay, it's a coincidence. Well, I thought it was a coincidence until, until one, there was one time that happened when, you know, the Bible is thousands of pages. And I asked a question and I opened up to a page and I didn't like it. And so I said, show me again, something else. And I closed the book again. I opened up to the exact same page and I was like, wow, that's weird. I opened twice to the same page and I was like, I still don't get it. And then, um, praying to God and asked, show me something else because I'm not, I don't like what I see here, but you know, show me something else. And so then it was the third time and it was interesting because it was about being tested. And so I was like, okay, I get that concept. Now back to my question again, show me what, you know, the answer to my question is. And I turned back to the same page that I opened two times before. So this was like a third time. And with God, if you look in history, there's a, there's something significant about the number three and the number of three times. And so to think that I turned to the exact same page three times in a row, this page was not creased. It was not one that I had been studying. It was one that I read at one point before, but it was definitely not something I referred to often. And when that happened, that's when I started realizing that this is more than coincidence this is God communicating, and I need to start paying attention and not taking this lightly. And it has continued since then. And so I encourage anyone who's skeptical to do this yourself. And it will, God will reveal himself to you. And it's very important right now. So when you get to know that the whole reason that Jesus came here was to save people that were in the condition of me, like as the baby Christian who didn't have that personal relationship, to save the people who didn't know Jesus. He came and communicated about God and about God's kingdom and about what we needed to do. And we need to turn away from our natural tendencies. We need to understand from the Bible the way God wants us to live. 
So there is a repentance from the time that Jesus was about 30 years old. He was telling people, he was preaching repentance for the kingdom of God is near. That's the same message today. And it's something that people don't like to hear, but don't worry about not being able to do it perfectly because God knows that we can't do it perfectly. And what we have to do is put our faith and trust in Jesus because Jesus, that's the reason he came here. He knew we weren't going to be able to do it. So he said, I'm doing it for you. Like I'm going to be the sacrifice so that you as a sinful person can still be in eternity with God. But here's the thing. The repentance part shows God when you obey God's commands and what is written in scripture about how we are supposed to live, that is showing your love for God. It's showing your gratitude. And I know it takes people a long time to get there. And this book is the Bible is not a book of rules that you have to follow. It's a guidebook for how to live and the way God expects or wants us to live and the way we will live when we get in eternity with God. These are going to be the rules that are that we abide by. Um, the This will never change. I mean, um, there's something in the Bible that says, you know, though the earth and the heavens may disappear, my words will always remain. The words of this Bible will always remain. The rules and the laws, God broke it down and gave it to us in in ways that hopefully we comprehend. But these laws are not going away. They will be with us forever. And so it is important to understand what these mean, but to know that we are not in a perfect state yet. Once we transition from, um, well, once we transition from a physical death or if there are going to be some people who've prepared themselves that will not even experience death and they're just going to be brought up to Jesus. So that, you know, you could be hopeful to be one of those people. And, um, but either way, you know, how we live does matter. And the way that we live our lives does matter and will be judged by God at some point. Um, when Jesus returns and when judgment occurs, I mean, everyone is going to be judged, and people will be judged. Um, in you know, judgment, people think of it as negative all the time, but it isn't necessarily negative. It can be, but it's also a judgment of the good things that you did. So there will also be rewards for what you've done in your life, the good things that you've done. So that's something to look forward to. It's not. It's not all negative. Um, but really, truly get to know Jesus. If you want to escape death, you need to know Jesus. You need to understand what's in the Bible. I gave you a summary of that. Um, you need to repent and be baptized. You, you need to have a new life. You need to be born again. Jesus talked about being born again, and being born again is being born of the Spirit. You have to have God's Spirit in you so you have to start eliminating your natural tendencies towards sin. And you need to know what's in the Bible, what the rules are, how you need to live, and you need to focus on living your life that way. As you get rid of sin, you're, you 
are prepared to receive God's Spirit because God's Spirit cannot reside with sin. And God's Spirit will also help you to rid more of sin. So the other thing about anybody that is a new Christian, don't be judgmental on new Christians because there's a transition time. Everyone goes through a transition time and all of us, no matter who it is, went through that transition at some point in our life. So we are constantly or continually being improved through God's Spirit, not of our own works, but through God's Spirit who is working in our lives when we allow God's Spirit, when we make that choice and we tell God, I want your Spirit, I want you to do work in me. That's basically surrendering your life to Jesus, just you know, giving that access. And that's something that we need to do. And if you want to have God's spirit, you need to surrender your life. It's, it's when you do it, when you start out, it's, it's a struggle. And I can tell you that as I went through it, it was a big struggle. So don't expect that everything's going to go easy, but just stay with it. Just like I said about exercise, keep with it because the reward will be unbelievable. This is going to be a way better reward than exercise will ever be because this is eternity. This is eternity with God. This is your future. This is avoiding avoiding um, eternal torture and torment and never being satisfied. And there are warnings all over this, of this book that tell you about what the future holds. So anybody who mocks you about this just let them mock you. It doesn't matter because God's going to, the truth is the truth. So they're going to experience this someday. And then someday they're going to regret that they mocked you because they'll find out that, yeah, this is true. And I, they might say, I wish I would have listened. If they don't die before that, they have the opportunity, believe it or not, God's that grateful, gracious that he would actually let them in if they surrendered at the last minute. But it's the condition of your heart that really matters to God. And God wants as many people to be in his kingdom with him. So get working on it.